Hey guys, welcome back to the show. I'm so happy to be here right now, but before we get started with the episode, I just wanted to reintroduce myself. My first name is Chelsea. Charlene is actually my middle name. I was using my middle name mostly because I still have a full-time job and I just felt weird about having my first name out there, but now I don't really care. So we're going to use my first name now. It's Chelsea. And the reason why I wanted to bring that up is because I've been doing a lot of inner work lately so that I could show up on here more authentically and more myself because the whole reason for me starting this podcast is so I could build a community of people who understand me and and just have a space where we can come together and support one another on our journeys to simply being able to enjoy life more with that sense of inner peace and not having anxious thoughts controlling all of our moves and that's my goal here with this podcast i hope that you feel comfortable here i hope that listening to this podcast feels like you're just hanging out with a friend because i know that a lot of my friends are listening to this podcast a lot of my i call them my in-person friends my human friends but if we only know each other virtually you're still my friend and thank you so much for being here and listening to the podcast and i hope that you find some value in the show I decided to record this episode specifically because I started to go down a negative thought spiral and really get into my head and fall into old patterns, but I caught myself and I got myself out of it and I am so impressed with my ability to do this and I don't mean to just, I don't mean to brag, but I, if you knew me even just a year ago, I am a completely different person and before when I would fall into these negative thought spirals, Everything would just be all about me and I would become extremely depressed and stop taking care of myself completely. So the fact that I was able to turn this around in like a day, I can't even believe it. Well, I can believe it because I put in the work and I'm here to help you guys do the same if you fall into a negative thought spiral. So I hope that this episode helps you out. I'm just going to tell you how I got into my negative thought spiral and some of the ways that I got out of it. And we're also going to go over what maintaining my happy means, like what it really means to maintain my happy and what this podcast is really all about. So also, I recorded this episode when I was driving to the gym, hands-free, of course, but the sound quality is not the most amazing, but it kind of sounds like you're just talking to someone on the phone. So just think of it that way, because remember, we're just friends hanging out here and we're just talking on the phone. So I will see you in my car. Thank you for listening and thank you for being here. Enjoy the episode. Maintaining my happy means knowing how to... Maintaining my happy means bringing yourself back to your highest self. And I don't mean, like, so high highest self like I hit the biggest bong rip ever highest self I mean back to your joy and when you are your best self back to when you're living in your fullest most authentic version of you you are on top of the world nothing can stop you everything just is so aligned and you have a knowing that even when things are not going the way you want them to, 
you know that everything's going to work out anyways. And that's what maintaining my happy is all about because when you're fully living your truth, that's when you tend to be the most happy, right? Because you are pursuing the things that make you the most happy and you're naturally, in doing so, you're naturally attracting the people that make you the most happy because like attracts like. Like attracts like and the law of vibration and the law of attraction both sort of explain that when you're in a certain energy you're going to attract the people who are in the same energy as you that makes sense so right now I'll give you an example in my life. In relationships, I tend to I tend to get like obsessive over my partners and it's not on purpose. Experiences that I went through growing up have um have played a role in the way I show up in my relationships. And I only figure out these characteristics when I'm in the relationship because I, I have moments where I'm like triggered or well yeah it's usually I'm triggered and I don't catch myself being triggered so uh, until after something happens I'm like oh wait that's not right wait why is why are things off right now what happened and then I start analyzing and then sometimes it takes me a moment to actually realize that uh, my energy may have been off I want to like repair mode and I'm like, repair, repair, repair. Like, how can I fix this? I said something to make this person, like, well, at first it starts with me thinking I said something to make them not want to talk to me. And then I end up saying something, like, to try to fix it. And then after I do that, I start think, realizing and remembering or kind of, like, saying, like, help me, like, uh, did you really actually do anything to make this person not want to talk to you or are you just in your head and then I'm like shit that's in my head and then and then I go try to repair it again because I'm still like kind of in my head even though I realized it was in my head but I'm still like in my head because I'm I haven't done the work to get out of my head yet and I'm like avoiding the work still and I'm just like being stubborn I'm like no 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 I know for sure if I just text him this one time Text them this one other message, <laughs> this will fix it. <laughs> and um, I would do this to the point where, like, it just becomes unattractive. And, okay, so this noise keeps coming on because I my windows get foggy in my car. <laughs> um, so what had happened was just, like, a week, at this point, just like an energy exchange and the energy is off now so before in the past what I would do is go into this repair mode and keep trying to repair 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 and then I would be hard on myself and then I would think that it was all my fault that the relationship was over and then I would become very depressed because all of my attention and all of my energy would go into I hope you guys can hear me 
over the uh, defrosters in my car. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, I would be so hard on myself and just become depressed because I would go into repair mode trying to get this person back, doing all the things I thought I had to do to get the person to um, like me again and um, be in their good spirits or just want to like pay attention to me or spend time with me again instead of figuring out how to cultivate those feelings on my own and loving myself and just knowing how to love myself the way I want someone to love me. Because ultimately, you actually cultivate the types of feelings that you desire to feel from somebody else. So even though um, a relationship is over with a certain person, like what if somebody like literally dies? Like, and you thought that per person was your soulmate and your one and only, but like they died. So are you just destined to be alone? forever i mean sorry to say death i know it's so dark but like it's like serious are you just going to think you're just destined to be single for the rest of your life because that was the only person in the world that could make you happy imagine if you weren't capable of making yourself happy what if you were in that a situation where you could not have another person around because of whatever the situation is, like, it's important to know, well, just from my own opinion, in my own opinion, from my experience, knowing how to make yourself happy and just truly knowing how to love yourself and take care of yourself and practicing long-term happiness, focusing on long-term happiness and just knowing that the way you take care of yourself in the present moment decides who you show up as in the future. And that's where you decide, okay, who do I want to be? What type of relationship do I desire? If I, the relationship that I wanted didn't work out, what did I love about that person? What did I enjoy about that person? And how can I attract that type of person into my life again and who do I have to be to be with the type of person that I desire to be with because yes um, a relationship is 50-50 in a way and the other person isn't perfect either and they have their flaws and there's both there's things that both people can work on and the other person plays their role too but and it's because I'm just I'm saying that because we shouldn't blame ourselves. I get it. Don't blame yourselves for um, every negative thing that happens in a relationship. But in this case, nothing negative has happened. And I just got in my head because I actually just wasn't exercising as much as normal because I was going through a transition of where I wanted to work out because I actually work out with a, um, a I work out with a trainer at a private gym. And I wanted to switch things up, and I was going to go to doing virtual training and working out in, a, like, a regular gym, a public gym. And I decided I just really love the human 
connection, the in-person, and none of my friends were really available to work out with me at the gym. And I work from home, and I spend a lot of time alone because I work from home, and I'm starting an online business, and I have my dog that I take care of. So I guess I'm not really alone, but, like, uh, I feel like I, I don't have a lot of human connection, like, in-person connection, and I like having, like, just that one-on-one relationship, always having somebody there to, like, talk to every day, like a friend. And Oh, she is my friend. She's my trainer slash my friend. But um, so I ultimately decided that I would start doing group classes with my trainer. So I'm going to be doing that now. I'm actually really excited, so I could actually – I'm going to be going to the gym in the mornings now instead of uh, in the evenings. I can actually save my evenings to – hang out with my dog more <laughs> it's more fun and cook dinner I like to cook but I don't necessarily have I don't make the time to cook on the night to go to the gym I get home so late but anyways I was able to get myself out of this funk because I started to become depressed again and I was really in my head again about basically almost self-sabotaging the relationship again because I was starting to text him double and triple and quadruple text him again <laughs> and um, calling him and asking him, is there something wrong? Did I do something wrong? Why aren't, why aren't you talking to me? And knowing that this person, this person literally has a whole life and I am not required to be given updates. I was able to get myself out of this funk knowing that this relationship, if it's meant to be, it's meant to be. And I didn't do anything wrong. And I know that some people are like, Chelsea, like, you're so weird. <laughs> like, yeah, why would you do that? Why would you send them quadruple texts? Well, this is why I have a podcast about mental health, because I went through all this stuff, and I went through my own traumas, and I had my own characteristics that were developed from my own traumas. And I'm sure every single human that has is listening to this podcast has had their own issues and their ways that they've showed up in the world that they weren't, like, the most proud of. And hopefully when that happened to you or when it happens to you, because it's inevitable, you just learn from it and learn the lesson and apply the lesson to your life so that you can show up differently next time and that's really what like you're doing with life over and over and over again (laughs) is just learning how to show up better and better and better the next time and just living in the moment and being okay with being in the unknown and just trusting that everything is always working out and all your only job is to work on your energy and that's what maintaining my happy is. And I caught myself falling into an old pattern of becoming obsessive over my partner and wondering what they're up to and when they're going to message me again and when we're going to see each other again. And honestly, like, it's, I shouldn't, I don't need to do that because I just can just trust that things are just always working out as they should be. And I am my own person. And I have my own life that I'm creating for myself that I want to be okay with no matter who is in my life and no matter what's going on in my life. Because as I was saying earlier, you never know what's going to happen. So you have to always have your own back. 
and you have to always be able to bring yourself back to your happiness and your joy and your yourself. You have to always be able to bring yourself back to yourself and have that sense of safety and security within yourself and not rely on somebody else to provide that for you. And that is something I've always, that's something that I had to learn definitely the hard way. Um, and it's something that I'm still working on because it's their habits that need to be broken. And we're honestly, we're always growing and we're always healing and we're always learning. And as long as you learn and become aware of how you're showing up and how it's affecting, uh, how how you're showing up is affecting who you're becoming, then that's okay. Then that's all that matters. You have to just, that's all you can do because you're only human and things are going to happen and you're going to have moments that you might not be proud of, but it doesn't mean there's anything wrong with you. You're just human and you're experiencing human beings, but it's also important to take responsibility and to, well, first of all, know that you can cultivate any types of feelings or emotions or state of mind or energy levels that you desire on your own without one specific type of person. You can seek support in other places. You can use other resources to cultivate the feelings that you're desiring from. In this case, um, we're using the hu a human as an example in relationships. And my example was that I tend to get like a little obsessive over my partners and tend to, I just get really excited because I, I really genuinely just enjoy his company so much and I just want to be around him all the time. And um, I tend to just get caught up. And you know what I'm talking about? Like you just put like, you just always have them in the back of your mind. You're just always like excited about the next time you're going to see them. And then before you know it, you start to just, you start to realize like, oh, I'm like really thinking about this person all the time. And it's almost draining once you catch yourself because you realize, like, I could be putting my attention in other places and I could be putting my attention on myself and focusing on my goals because I have so many goals and so many projects that I'm working on and just I have a vision for myself and my life that I want to create for myself and not for anybody else but for me and my own happiness and my own inner peace and just the things that I want to do with my life that I won't be able to do if I am not focusing on the steps that I need to take to achieve that lifestyle. So what I did, and this, and every time it's like different because it kind of just depends on your needs and what you need at the moment, and that's where that's where being able to tap into your like intuition and really just knowing your body and yourself and what you need to feel good comes into play experience the way to be able to tap into your intuition is just truly cleansing your mind body and soul and start eating cleaner foods mostly whole natural foods as much as possible exercising drinking water and just i mean your body's literally nature you need to feed it nature also not just cleansing from the types of foods that you eat but healing from your trauma because your body stores trauma and that is affecting the way that you're showing up 
in your life and in your relationship. So I'm not a therapist. I can't really help you work through your trauma necessarily. Um, we all know what habits we need to cultivate to create the lifestyle that we all that we desire or that you desire. Well, if you're listening to this podcast, I just have a feeling that you desire to have a lifestyle of eating healthy and exercising and taking care of your mindset. And you know that that's what is necessary to feel your best. But it's a matter of figuring out what that looks like for you and how to add those self-care activities into your lifestyle because it's going to require some change in your life in order to do that. It means you're going to have to stop hanging out with certain people. It means you're going to have to stop eating certain foods, going to certain places, and watching uh, TV as much as you do or whatever. I don't know. Whatever it is that the – I'm just losing things that I did. <laughs> um, whatever it is that um, that's keeping you from – having that energy level that you desire and being in your most authentic self and whatever is keeping you from showing up as your best self. And uh, I just wanted to kind of go through some of the things that I did to get myself out of the funk and, you know, take some of these things with you and if you want help, like, cultivating these habits into your lifestyle and how you can incorporate this sort of routine into your life of getting yourself out of a funk or getting yourself out of a negative thought spiral. That's what we should call it because getting yourself out of a negative thought spiral is a process for sure. It's a a process because once you're in a negative thought spiral, you're almost so stubborn that you don't want to let go of the thought spiral because you feel like that you – can fix it and if you just do this one other thing you can fix it or whatever the reason is that you're holding on to this thought spiral it's just like you're going to sleep with it you're waking up with it you're working all day with it and it's just causing you so much stress and you don't know how to get out of it until something blows up or until you finally get in this case this person's attention and then what nothing in my experience, really comes good from a negative thought spiral besides real when you realize you're in a negative thought spiral and you got to get yourself out of it and then you heal from it and then you get better. And then I guess that is the good thing that came from it. So I guess I'll get started now. So the first way to get yourself out of a negative thought spiral is to realize that you are in a negative thought spiral. <laughs> and then once you do that, you can start taking steps to get out of it. And what I did this time around was I journaled, definitely I journaled, and I just did a brain dump. I literally just started writing whatever came out of my head, and I sorted through my thoughts. After I journaled, I was able to get all of the jumbled thoughts from my mind out onto the paper and really just gain some clarity on what was really going on. And I was able to realize, like, Chelsea, there's literally nothing to be worrying about. You just have been triggered because it's your – I probably still have stored trauma in my body that I haven't all the way worked through. So 
in my case, I lost a parent at a young age, and then I grew up with a parent who was kind of just absent a lot uh, for whatever reason um, that we don't need to get into. But um, that ended up me having abandonment wounds. So I tend to be triggered when I have a feel like I have a sense of like abandonment. I'm getting home right now, so I'm parking. So anyways, I was like triggered or whatever, and it wasn't even like anything that happened. So now, and I know, no, it was like no big deal journaled about it and then I gained clarity on it but I was still in a funk because I had already kind of put the negative energy into like the like relationship if you will you know like the the negative energy was like there so I was like in repair mode still so even though I had realized that I got into my negative thought spiral I was now like man like did I already ruin it that I already sabotaged the relationship did I is he never going to talk to me again and I just got into the thoughts I like kind of like realized I was in the thought spiral but then I wasn't necessarily able to get myself out of it quite yet I was still sort of putting myself down because I was like I've just worked so hard to not be this person and not show up as this person and just living for myself and just allowing everything else to just happen and trusting that everything's always working out for me and I was just starting to be really hard on myself for falling into that thought spiral again and so I had to get myself out of that even though after I journaled and gained clarity because I was still like I was still not quite out of it yet but it did help me because it helped me get to the next step because I was in such a negative thought spiral that before that that I was just kind of sitting around not getting anything done and I was not being productive, and I knew what that was going to lead me to doing, so that's why I started journaling, because that's the only thing I had energy for. So once I journaled, I felt good, and then I started playing with my dog and moving my body around, and then so we went for a walk, and then I made food, and I was going to, and I nourished my body, but while I was making food, this was the game changer, and this episode is not sponsored but I have to tell you guys about this app that I've been using it's called the superhuman app and it's a meditation app but it's not a meditation app where you have to sit there in silence and let your thoughts settle which I actually love doing and that actually has brought so much benefits into my life and I love that practice but I love this app the superhuman app is so amazing that has it has a way of so what basically what you do is you put on headphones and you play a meditation from this app while you're doing an activity and the activity the app has different meditations based on the type of activity that you're doing and they have cooking meditations so they have cooking meditations to cultivate a sense of like self-love while you're cooking and they have a meditation on cooking as your highest self like cooking as your future self the person who you desire to be in the future so like for me I cook I was cooking as my version of me of when I'm full-time in my business and just like cooking in the afternoon not having to go to a, a nine-to-five job that I greatly appreciate and um, loving for now because it's serving its purpose for me right now and providing my sense of income but <laughs> I would love to have that, like, freedom of just being able to live and do whatever I want during the day. 
and that's why I wanted to have my online business, and so when I was cooking, like, this meditation, like, getting into that energy of kind of, like, playing make-believe like you're that person, and that's how you manifest that lifestyle, by getting yourself into that energy now, and kind of embodying the version of you and who you want to show up as in the future, and listening to this meditation while I was cooking, and it helped me forget about the thoughts that I was in a negative thought spiral about earlier. And something that I didn't used to know before is that you don't have to you don't have to hold on to the thoughts. Just because a thought arises in your head doesn't necessarily mean you have to hold on to it. Your mind literally has like sixty thousand thoughts a day and energy goes where attention flows. Is that the same? I think that's the thing. Energy goes where attention flows. So basically, what you focus on the most is what comes into fruition. And before, I used to focus on repair, repair, repair. Oh, my gosh, I ruined the relationship. What do I got to do to fix this relationship? And that would actually just ruin the relationship because I was focusing on not ruining the relationship. And instead, what I did was bring myself back to myself and just know that everything's fine. And I just need to know how to love myself and focus on myself. And when I do that, everything else literally always falls into place. Like, every single time I love myself and just practice self-care and bring my energy back to myself on my own, everything else always just, like, just goes back to normal and, like, feels good. And um I just have to remind myself of that. So that's what I did. I did. I cooked, but while I was cooking, I did the meditation. And then after I cooked, I ate my food, and then I just felt really good. After I ate my food, you realize you are in a negative thought spiral, and then you, I journaled about it. And then after I journaled, I did my meditation while I cooked, and then while I was cooked after I cooked I obviously ate my food and I enjoyed my food and then I just played with my dog some more and then I just focused on myself and I just kept embodying the version of myself that I wanted to show up as whether or not the relationship worked out and just being totally okay with whether or not this person ever wanted to talk to me ever again which I know they will I focused on myself and honestly I just feel so good now I feel like everything's fine. I want to help whoever is in a negative thought spiral. I want you to know that you can get yourself out of it. You can get up. You can move your body. You can go drink some water. You can do a meditation. You have other resources that you can seek to feel better. And it's not necessary to get that validation from that person in order to feel better even though that's kind of where the problem is necessarily stemming from it does not mean that that person is required to repair your emotions and after realizing that I was in my negative thought spiral and then journaling about it and then you know playing with my dog and going for a walk and listening to meditation while I was cooking and then eating nourishing food and drinking water and taking a shower and washing my face and moving my body around. I literally was dancing. I played music and you dance around in your bedroom like you're just nobody's watching, you know. And 
I reached out to some friends and I called my friends and I had good conversations with my friends and I went to the gym and I worked out and I just feel on top of the world again and recording a podcast and it just feels so good. Hope that you got some value out of this episode. I know I was talking about myself a lot. <laughs> I'm still learning and getting better at podcasting, but this is just what I did to get out of my funk and I hope that it inspires you to get out of your funk because if you are in one, if you are in a negative thought spiral, because I used to fall into a deep, deep depression when this would happen, and to the point where I would lose all of my really most important uh, friendships and relationships, and I don't want that to happen to anybody else. So, or if it has happened to you, I don't want that to happen to you again, and I want to help you get out of that that thought that you're not able to make yourself feel better because you are 100% capable of making yourself feel better no matter who hurt you or no matter who's in your life and no matter what you have going on there's always the tools and the resources and just ways of getting yourself out of that funk that does not require one specific person that is it for this episode I had so much fun talking to you guys I'm so excited for you to hear this episode let me know what you got out of it Please leave me a five-star rating and a review on Apple Podcasts. So you can leave a five-star rating on Spotify and then a five-star rating on Podcasts and a review on Apple Podcasts. That would help me so much in supporting my business and getting my podcast out to anyone who is struggling with anxiety and you think anyone who you think might benefit from the show. I love you guys so much and I will talk to you soon.